There was a point raised earlier that what if you see psychologists providing exercises and movement-based intervention in the hospital, would you feel that they are encroaching into our practice as physical therapists, as movement experts? For me, I am not against that. I see that every time. It's been clear in studies that exercises would help in, in patients with uh, depression and anxiety. So I don't feel that they're encroaching in our practice as physical therapists is if they provide in their own practice movement-based approaches to get their message across. So in our hospital, psychologists would perform group exercises doing chair yoga. So do I feel threatened that they're doing that? Diba ako yung movement expert? Do I feel threatened? Hindi, diba? Kasi if that helps the patient and if, if that helps the psychologist achieve their goal of relaxation, if it achieves their goal of distraction, edi why not, diba? We, I feel that physical therapists don't have the... Any, we don't have any exclusive intervention on our belt. This is PT Meal Podcast, where we ingest and digest physical therapy information from physical therapists around the world with a Filipino twist. With your host, Johan De La Paz, a Filipino physical therapist who has worked in different practice settings from the Philippines and here in the U.S. Let's indulge and satisfy our cravings to learn and be inspired. Hello everyone, uh, welcome to PT Meal Live. It's not Handaan. Uh, I am live here in Wyndham in San Diego, um, Bayside. Uh, for This is for a, an instant recap on what happened here in CSM. So, nandito pa ako sa hotel ko. Tomorrow ako mag check out. Nakatapos lang ng CSM today. Today was the last day of CSM. It started um, last Thursday, and today was the last day of the sessions. So, ito yung, I'm just gonna give out some review, instant review of what happened. Siguro, I'll, I'll do the more in-depth in depth, uh, sharing of what I learned in, in another episode. But just today, para lang fresh sa utak ko, Kung I want to share what was the main highlight for me and what I can say about what happened to CSM. So again, for those who are not aware of what CSM is, ito yung annual event of the American Physical Therapy Association. It's called Combined Sections Meeting. That's why it's called CSM. So before, all the specialties were called sections. So merong geriatric section, um, Pediatric section, private practice, um, aquatic se- section, orthopedic, sports, pelvic health, and stuff, and stuff. And those sections are now called academies, and and they still call it CSM. Just I think for, for branding. So that CSM is here in San Diego. Nandito pa rin ako in my hotel room. Um, 11 p.m. ngayon, and I'm not I'm not um, sleepy yet. Uh, bukas ako alas. 
So what can I say about CSM? So um, at, um, siguro, let's start with the venue. Venue, I think, was appropriate for um, the conference because it's the convention center. But I feel na it it feels it feels smaller than um, San Antonio because damamu yung dami ng tao sa paligid na parang ang sikip. I don't know if there there were more participants this year or dahil lang maliit yung venue yung convention center kaya mas nakikita mong maraming tao. So we'll see the report of APTA if there were more participants kaya feeling ko mas maraming tao or feeling ko ang sikip ng mga dahanan. Pero um, I think it's conducive naman for a convention. Um, what else? The exhibit. Na-excite pa rin ako sa exhibit. And as always, I went around the exhibit. There's a lot of things that you can see. Um, new technologies coming out. Big thing ang, ang AI. And um, remote therapeutic monitoring. So how can um, a patient from, you know, miles away can be monitored by a their patient. So ang ang pinaka highlight sa akin na talaga tinutukan ko doon was uh, um I forgot their company pero the AI can it, it's a software in their iPad and it can measure a patient's range of motion just by um having the patient move uh against the camera. So uh, kumari, the, the patient lifts his or her hand up tapos magkakaroon doon sa, sa, sa iPad ng, magkakaroon ng measurement from kung paano natin ginagawa yung goniometer. So, the need for goniometer might not be uh, uh, evident or necessary in the future kasi uh, you will just stand against a camera tapos itataas mo lang kamay mo and there would be a, an angle that would form here. And that would, they said that it's 100% or close to 100% accurate. And it's being studied by different universities. So we are going to be looking forward to that. So it can be done inside the, 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 the clinic. Para the movement, yung, you know, yung movement ng pasyente mo, hindi siya... It's more objective so that you can say that to your patient, oh, ito, this, you, last time that you were here in our evaluation, you, you you extended your hip that way, and that was your angle. And after six sessions, you extended your hip that way. Tapos, ito na. So, may, may motivation yung pasyente kasi makakompare niya yung progress niya. So, it, more visual, more understanding to the patient so more compliance so yon maraming maraming ganon sa maraming ganon sa CSM exhibit uh in in this year i cuz i remember in when i was uh in school back in 2009 yung technologies you have to be in a um really research lab tapos you have to attach sensors to each joints and it would in a clinical setting better with ai the ai can detect your 
the patient's shoulder, elbow, wrist, uh, hip, knee, and ankle and foot. Para siya na yung magiging uh, basis for you know range of motion uh, measurement. So it's quite interesting. Tapos marami ding mga adaptive equipment na very high end exoskeleton still there, very big. There are a lot of companies, franchise companies of 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 physical therapy companies na they're offering franchises. They're are recruiting uh, physical therapists in their area. So yon na complete circados if you're just there to shop around shop around yung you go around booths tapos kukunin mo yung mga freebies nila there's a lot of like tumblers merong cowbell merong bottle opener merong um mga pens obviously tapos meron ako nakita doon in a in 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 a pelvic floor uh, booth meron sila dong um prolapse dock so pag pinindot mo yung dock lalabas yung may ball na lalabas tapos it can visualize pelvic prolapse so pwede naman pakita sa pasyente so it's amazing uh, tapos makikita mo yung distance sa pelvic floor uh, physical therapy booth they showcase all the dilators uh, in different shapes and sizes so ayun so <laughs> it's interesting yung mga to see those tapos there's a lot of uh, booths there for um, education as well for uh, like MedBridge and EIM Evidence in Motion. There are booths there for um, generally for exercise. Mayroong Pilates, mayroong um, exercise for the neck. Nakikita natin sa Facebook if you're, I don't know if you're aware of that, you're with the bands, we're going to move like that. So yeah, it's exciting. Um, it's It's nice to see technology and um, equipment getting better to improve um, our practice. Um, sometimes it's overwhelming. Minsan kailang hintayin mo kung what would be more appropriate appropriate for your practice. Pero it's it's nice to see those ano, um, things evolving uh, every year. So uh, it's really exciting to be in that kind of space. So yun, exhibit, very good. Uh, mahiyain lang ako kumuha ng mga freebies um, pero yung mga students doon they, they 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 sometimes some, some of them won't take their time to talk to the the uh, booth um, representative sometimes they'll just reach out to a bowl of like mints and and pens tapos kukuha na sila pero ako I sometimes I really if I'm really interested in the in the in the product I'll stop I'll talk to the both representative if i think that their products or their services would be um, beneficial for my practice i would really like take my time to understand that because yun yun goal for that because eh. if like for me i'm the one the decision maker in my um department so i'm looking for other ways and products that i can utilize in my practice and and make my um you know patients feel better you now and help them all right next is the programming as always a different programming that would cater to all sections all specialties so you can attend any um session that you're interested in even like for me i am a, um, a board certified 
geriatric clinical specialist, but I can attend um, interesting topics from the orthopedic section. I can attend um, topics from the sports section, uh, topics from pelvic floor section, uh, pelvic health, sorry, pelvic health section, acute care section. So yun yung maganda sa programming ng CSM. Even if you're working in a certain certain facility um, and and addressing a population a certain population, you can still um, go to other talks of other specialties and other uh, practice settings and learn about their you know um, population and and their researches. So um, human attendant ko I am. Um, major mixes some of them are geriatric topics like one of them are like dementia um dementia the, all the abcs of dementia so they discuss um alzheimer's with body dementia vascular dementia reversible versus irreversible share ko yun sa inyo next time uh, pero yun lang so in summary yung for for the CSM last year was my first technical attendance and participation. I was there for the program, the sessions, because I wanted to make sure that what I paid, na, na it's all worth it. Kailang, I have to attend every session. I have to, because there are three sessions each day from um, 8 to uh, from eight to 10, 11 to 1, and 3 to 5. So three sessions per, three sessions per um, day. So last year, attend lang ako na attend, attend lang ako attend. Kasi I, I, wanted, I want to make it worth it. Kasi ako nagbayad nun. Tastos ko yun. So this year, what I was here for mostly are for networking and meeting other physical therapists that I only met in um, in, in a virtual meeting. No? Um, I've started to be more active and participative in my section, my academy, which is the Academy of Geriatrics, um, Geriatrics and the Academy of Leadership and Innovation uh, through the Multicultural Catalyst Group um, and uh, I think Global Health, Global Health um, SIG. So, yun yung, so, yun yung iba sa mga inattendan ko in this, um, for this CSM. Para ma-meet ko yung mga leaders and members of that SIG, SIG's special interest group so that we can plan and participate. I can share what I want to share and, you know, learn from them as well. So parang I'm trying to dip my toes on being active in the organization and learning about the ropes. So <clears throat> also, um, as, uh, outside CSM, I've been... Um, participating in meetings in the California Physical Therapy Association. So, magkakaroon ng uh, separate um, con conference on California Physical Therapy Association and I'm, I'll try to be there as well so that I can meet the leaders of the California chapter. So, ayun. So, talking about networking opportunities, what I was most excited, na hindi ko na-realize na, na sobrang excited ako for this, is the reception of the Academy of Filipino-American Physical Therapists or AFAPT. So it uh, AFAPT is 
a informal group of um, Filipino physical therapists practicing here in the U.S. Um, it's a Facebook group, and I think it's more than 8,000 members now. So this is the first time that that AFAPT held a, um, a reception, uh, a gathering of um, any, any physical therapist, Filipino physical therapist who wants to meet other Philippine physical therapists to connect, to collaborate, to communicate. So it was fun. Fun, it would be an, an understatement, but it it was inspiring to be there. It's kind uh, of overwhelming, but it's in a, in a pleasant way because um, I've met different personalities that I have only known through social media and followed and communicated in the Facebook group. So those are um, company leaders, clinical specialists, um, academicians, um, APTA leaders, <clears throat> um, entrepreneurs, um, you know, um, special mention, um, you know, Kirby Baloy, Miles Kiben, Rolando Lazaro, Bobby Bellarmino, Jordan Garcia, Arvi Vitente, Eliezer Tayag, Michael Castillo, Lito Ortiz, Omar Wallag, Mini Rafael, and Benji Marcelo. So, sila yung mga, you know, physical therapists that have, you know, achieved a lot in their career. Now, you will look up to them for their achievements and, and wish that, okay, I, 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 I want to be where they are or at least I want to, you know, do what they're doing. So, it's nice to connect with other Filipino physical therapists and know about their stories, where they work, nila, how can we, you know, uh, how can we help each other? Oh, you're working with that. I can, you know, I can probably help you or, or probably you can probably help me. So something like that, that conversations around. And what was also fun and exciting was that seeing, um, you know, you see the, um seasoned or successful uh physical therapists I, I forgot to mention Ben and Conci Aguila who are you know achieving um and succeeding in their um line of uh, profession may it be in, in academia in the clinics in their business in management and then you see you know um a, a generation of trying to you know trying to reach out and, and trying to find their place in in the profession and you see younger generations na excited to you know just meet other physical therapists so parang nakakatuwa parang there would be a cycle and and you know um na you would know that if and when these um older generations stop working you would have other generations coming in to you know to to, to take over and um pass on and, and do the same thing each and every year so uh so it's having that representation as filipinos dito sa, phys sa physical therapy profession dito sa us and knowing that other people have done that other people like 
me, a Filipino, who've succeeded in publishing or being an editor in a book or becoming um, a well-known personality in the organization, in the specialty. So, nakaka-inspire. All of the influence and uh, what else? The achievement, the success in the room is overwhelming. So, nakakatawa. Um, uh, I usually say that um, being a new um, young professional back then, uh, if you're not active too much, you, you won't have any role models in, in, in the career. You would, you know, in, in school, your role models are your professors. In the clinics, probably your role models are your chief physical therapist or your other co-workers who were already there for a long time. Um, then you, you would seldom hear of other therapists in, in other areas. So at least now with social media, with supports, um, informal support like this, you would see that there's a vast, you know, um, spectrum of opportunities um, waiting for you. You're, you just have to reach out to someone um, about where you want to go. Because for sure, for sure, for sure, there are Filipino physical therapists who have been there, who already walked that path and, it, and are willing to mentor someone. I feel hindi naman tayo, when we reach a certain age of maturity in a career, hindi tayo nagdadamot on, on, on what to share to other people. Yun ang na-feel ko dun sa area na yun. So, I, it's it's inspiring and I, I, I feel na it's it's just a start of, um, of something more, you know, concrete and structured, hopefully. And I, I think there's also that... Um, interest in doing that na hindi lang siya maging informal group na sana maging organized group na siya so that we can really help out and make a stronger impact on the profession and for other Filipino physical therapists who are you know trying to to make it here in the US so yon um what else uh, i posted in in my um facebook page in in PT Meal podcast and i talked to um Carol Lewis about it. I told I told him that I told her that um, I'm a Filipino and we're gonna have a Filipino reception after that, you know, our conversation. And and she was like, you know, I, I was supposed to go to the Philippines. Carol Lewis is a great physical therapist here in the US. She's written a lot of books on geriatrics. So she was supposed to go to the Philippines um, to talk in the um i think impetus in uh, in the philippine physical therapy association um conference <clears throat> excuse me but covid happened so hindi na naulit yon so she was still hoping that uh, she can share her uh you know expertise and wisdom to the filipinos and we were talking about filipino culture of of physical therapists and she's you know she's She's well aware of how hardworking we are as physical therapists and how we help each other 
we bond together in the academy in in the association in APTA and it's clear and we speculated why 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 that's happening which she said that she can't you know uh, she can't she doesn't observe in the local graduates of physical therapy why don't they um help each other like we do as Filipinos Sabiko it's it's maybe because um it's maybe because we have more to lose coming over here to the to the US we're risking our lives we're risking our you know financial uh stuff we've invested a lot to come over here we've left family we we left friends we left our comfort to be here so there's that strong drive to to be the best i guess to succeed and for some it, there's a strong drive as we were talking um as arvi and i were talking earlier there's a strong drive to um not f up and and to prove something because we're the minority here we're still considered a minority um even though uh, we're one of the largest um internationally educated physical therapists here by you know by um where we come from philippines is one is the 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 destination where most international educated physical therapists came oh came from uh, to go work here in the u.s so anyway i don't say we're still minorities and we have a lot to prove because um hindi naman sa they look down on us i think it's because we don't want uh, we don't want them to look at us any less just because we came from a different country a country and just because we didn't undergo uh the same education that they had so we aside from we have a lot to lose and we're risking a lot we also feel that we have to prove ourselves so yun yung parang sa akin and and for her it's familiarity as well na we're we're sticking together because we're familiar and that's true as well because we I say who 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 should you know help us but each other ba? so yeah so partly siguro totoo yun. Like both of us are you know both uh you know reasons are correct but whatever reason that may be i, I know that wherever a filipino physical therapist go for sure there are Filipino physical therapist willing to help. No. Um, it's not to say that there are um that you won't encounter Filipino Filipinos who would take advantage of other Filipinos. It's 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 unfortunately um a story that we we can go into in the next in a later episode, but but I would I would like to think that mostly most Filipino physical therapists would want other Filipino physical therapists to succeed and not go through the same hell that they went through in their time. So yeah. Um, also, okay. So we're done with the 
AFA PT reception. It was a blast. And I'm looking forward to the next one. It's going to be in Boston. Hopefully, I can be there. Um, we'll see. It's going to be cold uh, and mahal yung ticket. So, hopefully, I can be there. And uh, I'm looking forward to the next reception uh, to see the our Kababayans again. All right. So, last for this live is I just want to get this off my chest. Um, earlier, I, I attended a, a session. It's um, I, I'll tell you the exact exact title because it's important for my story. Um, the exact title of the session was psychological factors in physical therapy. Are we encroaching? boundaries of practice psychological factors in physical therapy are we encroaching boundaries of practice so iba yung format ng session they they have two points of views the pros and cons and they're trying to um set up points why we shouldn't go into, you know, go deep into psychological factors and focus more on what we know as physical therapists, which is movement and exercise. But on the other hand, movement and exercise is influenced by someone's behavior and attitude and values. So why shouldn't we address that as well in addressing a patient's disability? So yun yung um, discussion. I was, sabi ko, since, since, since I'm working in a psychiatric hospital, I wanted to comment on what they were saying. And since kinakabahan ako, and that was already late, already late in the afternoon. Alam nyo naman, lagi ko sinasabi, pag afternoon na, paubos na yung English ko. So, I stood in there, I stood there in front of the mic in front of all those you know researchers and and the esteem panel and, and completely rattled na hindi ko na alam kung ano yung pinagsasasabi ko um so parang after that i feel so embarrassed i i parang after ko magsalita wala lang silang masabi hindi ko alam if i was able to if i was able to um get my message across so i'll try my best to redo that here okay so if i'm gonna redo that if i'm out, i'm in front of uh, the panel again um i would say something like this all right so hi i'm johan i'm a physical therapist working in a forensic psychiatric hospital just for context in my set setting I deal with uh, phys uh, with patients having psychiatric diagnosis, primarily a psychiatric diagnosis on a daily basis. So it's not a matter of um, asking if it's part of our practice because I'm already there in that space, the mental health psychiatric space. But the question for me now is how much of um uh part should we do as physical therapists in dealing with psychological factors 
uh, in our health system, in our hospital, psych, uh, psych professionals or mental health professionals are very accessible. It's not a problem. Um, but however, they refer to physical symptoms to me because I'm the physical therapist. They see me as the movement expert and they want me to or they see me as that person to determine if a symptom is truly physical or organic or physiological or is it is it more psychological or psychiatric there was a point raised earlier that what if you see psychologists providing exercises and movement based intervention in the hospital would you feel that they are encroaching into our practice as physical therapists as movement experts for me i am not against that i see that every time it's been clear in studies that exercises would help in in patients with uh depression and anxiety so i don't feel that they're encroaching in our practice as physical therapists is if they provide in their own practice movement-based approaches to get their message across so in our hospital psychologists would perform group exercises doing chair yoga so do i feel threatened that they're doing that diba ako yung movement expert do i feel threatened hindi diba kasi if that helps the patient and it, if that helps the psychologist achieve their goal of relaxation if it achieves their goal of distraction and why not diba we i feel that physical therapists don't have the any we don't have any exclusive intervention on our belt exercise is now ours it's not physical therapy only athletic trainers do that recreational therapists use exercise exercise physiologists use exercise so we don't have a specific intervention that that's ours we borrow i agree with one of the speakers that we're not just exercise experts we are and and because she mentioned that the acad um um academy of um sports medicine or college of you know i forgot acsm um registered trademark exercise medicine i agree with her when she said that for us physical therapists our magic and power is not just exercise it goes beyond that our magic is movement our medicine is movement movement is medicine for physical therapists pero how would you but how would you implement change in movement if the barrier that prevents a patient from performing that or engaging in movement is their attitude values or behavior shouldn't we address that too even a little diba? why can't we borrow um approaches psychological approaches like cognitive behavior therapies um um acceptance commitment therapies and um, dialectic 
um, behavioral therapies in our approach to our patients. Why can't we borrow that? Diba? Bakit, bakit sobrang tabu? Naman, we're not treating the patient as is using that. We are changing our words or our mindset so that we can impact change on the mindset of the patient as well. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Diba parang ganon? So, I felt what I really feel is frustration kasi we're still asking if it's our scope. We're still asking if we should address psychological factors. It's not a question. Uh, I believe that it shouldn't be that question. I believe the question is how much. Ano, ano yung point? Ano yung mga kaya natin gawin? Dapat yun ang mga pinag-usapan. We have to lay down what are those things that we can do to address those in the physical therapy realm. And, and one of the issues that raise, they raise there is billing. And I, I don't, you know, uh, I, it, it shouldn't be a factor. And they say that, you know, you know, we have a lot of, you know, physical therapy tools in our toolbox, metaphor, metaphoric toolbox. But even if you have those, you're, you're good in your manual therapy. Manual therapy, even manual therapy is not ours to keep. It's chiropractors do that. Massage therapists have manual therapy. Um, you know, it, it's not ours. We don't have anything exclusive. Physical therapy don't have anything exclusive. The ours. It's our just minds and trying to engage people, pay our patients to move. Oh, anyway. So how can you use your toolbox, tools in your toolbox if the patient doesn't want to. You can't evoke change if you can't change a, a person's behavior. And you cannot separate the mind from the body because the mind controls the body. body without the control of the mind. Squid ball frog. Yeah. So, that's what I wanted to say earlier, but Walang lumalabas sa bibig ko para akong nagrarater, nagrarambol. So, I hope that make, made more sense than what I said earlier. Kasi hanggang ngayon, naiisip ko pa rin yun. Nahihiya ako. I feel embarrassed standing over there and, you know, not making sense. Okay. So, yun. Kayo, what, what do you feel, what do you think about physical therapist getting into the realm of theology. Do you feel that we're stepping into that, um, uh, what do you call, space? Do, do you feel that it's beyond our scope already, that we shouldn't address that? For example, you have a patient. They said that, you know, I feel, I, I feel sad and, you know, I, I feel restless at times. I'm not able to sleep. And then my back is hurting. You would have an idea that there are psychological and social factors that are affecting the patient's health. It's not just the low back. So sleep. Okay, bakit siya hindi nakakatulog? Ano yung stress level niya? Ano yung bakit siya um, restless? Um... You know, nakatagal yun. Has he, has, the, uh, kumita na ba siya ng, um, uh, what do you call this, 
ng uh, mental health professional, is he taking any medication? So, yun pa lang eh. You would already have an idea na that that person have some has something in in their um, psychological and social space that we need to address not not directly but at least identify so that we as physical therapists would be able to refer out as needed diba yun naman ng um expertise natin eh. we assess the whole person and determine if they need other professionals yun yung um, magic natin i believe you can you know let me know if you agree or not it's not exercise it's not your manual therapy it's not your you know ability to make uh, a muscle twitch with your dry needling or cupping or you know massage or you know our magic as physical therapists is to see the person as a person to see all the factors that affect their health their um their function and do everything in our power to help them regain their life iba yun yun ang magic natin eh. we have the medical background we have the movement background and we also should have the mind component there and so mind movement and the medical background that's that is physical therapy yeah so i think the the the, the sooner that we realize that na need i exercise need i need i exercise many many coaches that do the exercise Hindi tayo manual therapists. We, there are other manual therapists. We are physical therapists. We, we return people to their highest function. But how do you do that? You know, you evoke change. You evoke behavior. You tell them why it's important. They tell you what's meaningful to them. And you make them, and you direct their path. You facilitate. That is our magic. That is our, that is us. That is our identity. So, dapat kumuha na ako ng lecture. <laughs> so, yan. So, yan. Uh, share, share your thoughts there. <laughs> Nag-rumble na naman ata ako. Share your thoughts there about psychological factors in physical therapy. What do you think? Um, in my last episode with Reg Raquel and... Erwin Valencia, if you'd notice, that's psychological factors. Gratitude, mindfulness, breath work. Uh, Regina talked about um, cognitive behavior therapy. So, PTs are already doing that. Bakit pa, ta- bakit pa rin tayo nagtatanong kung it's out, it's, bakit pa rin tayo nagtatanong if it's in our realm of practice? It's It's in a realm of practice. It's in a realm of practice. Bakit <laughs> pa sa issue? Yun ang gusto ko sabihin kanina eh. Ayoko lang maging condescending. Pero it's in a realm of practice. I don't know if they're gonna listen to this podcast. Pero it's in a realm of practice. Sa totoo lang, 
Um, pag sinabing, hindi, hindi tayo physical lang. Hindi tayo physical lang. You can't separate the mind from the body. We can't say, I don't want to hear anymore that we're physical therapists and we're just dealing with physical symptoms. You can do something about, you can do something about a person's fear avoidance. You can change mindset. Learn about what they're afraid of. Diba? You're not treating it, but you're trying to see the bottom, <laughs> the bottom line. Why are they afraid to move? You want to make them move. So kung hindi, hindi ka, hindi ka magda-dive in, holistic, I like that. LJ, tama ba? LJ. Holistic, holistic, integrative lifestyle. Diba? <laughs> Hindi ko separate yan. We're not, just because we're called physical therapists, that doesn't mean that we're only dealing with the physical symptoms. <laughs> no, we, we were already taught that, you know, we're, we're, we should be approaching care in a biopsychosocial way approach or model and i just realized nung sa lecture na yun, na it's been there for a long time tapos ngayon nang naging ano tapos, why are we still separating the psyche in our treatment and our assessment yeah so yun <laughs> uh tell me your thoughts are you are you screening for psychological factors are you screening for depressive symptoms are you screening for anxiety are you asking if if the patient tell uh, tells you oh i'm not getting en- enough sleep are you going deeper or are you stopping there um do you ask for or do you ask for stresses in their home or you don't what aspect of what aspect in your subjective assessment do you ask um, psychoso- psychosocial factors. Do you dive into that? Are you just what do you do with that information? Or ginagawa mo lang ba yun for documentation purposes? Alright. Um, what's this? Basil? Basil Algarni can't agree more wisdom with what I'm saying. Thank you. Basil, um, I saw a lot of patients their pain by by their stress and especially new job or new, something new in their life exactly exactly most diba sabi nga ni uh, Regina Raquel she asks for events in their life um for example a, a patient comes in with neck pain or back pain she would go in that deeper with so when 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 your your pain started, was there any you know um, extreme um, life moments that happened in those times? You know sometimes there there would be like a death in the family. Sometimes there would be you know they they had a fight with their spouse or or they had a divorce, and that's when the the pain started, right? So. So knowing, having that knowledge that there was an extraneous factor that might have caused or 
Huwag natin sabihin cause kasi baka may magalit. That might be related to the pain. And we know that chronic pain is complex and can be affected by different factors. Your sleep, your nutrition, your physical activity, your stress, your, your ano ba ba? There. Um, so what would you do with that knowledge? Diba? Would it stop there? Would you just document? Or the patient uh, patient's symptoms started six months ago, period. Tapos you don't document what happened. Pero sinabi pala sa'yo ng patient, no, uh, six months ago, uh, nagkaroon sila ng uh, namatay yung tatay niya. And from then on, um, like, hindi na siya nakakatulog. Uh, tapos minsan, matutulog na lang siya um, in an awkward awkward chair or something like that. Oh, so it's it's I I I just want to say I'm frustrated. There's a there are already researches wherein physical therapists are using um behavioral therapies like ACTs and found that there it that ACT plus physical therapy can be effective. So nakaka nakalungkot, nakaka-disappoint yung forum. Akala ko they would present studies that are already doing psychological, you know, factors as uh, integrated in their in their practice and you know, best practices to share. So parang <laughs> frustrated lang ako kasi hindi ko na sabi ng maayos yung frustration ko. Uh, oh, hi Pat, Patrick. Um I deal sabi ni Patrick I deal with patients, with these patients. It's really about understanding them and creating a non-pharmacological intervention for a collaborative effort to give them meaning. Exactly, 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 <laughs> exactly. So we are, um, okay, so we are movement experts. So in, in order to evoke movement, physical movement, we do that through changing their behavior, their attitudes, and their values. We're creating a space for them to feel safe without the reliance on medication and surgery for the time being. That is through giving them a space where they can share what's important to them through you know knowing about what's what gives them purpose and meaning so i mean we shouldn't stop at we're movement experts we shouldn't stop at we're physical therapists so physical lang ako but we we should go further we should go further so um Ayun. Nilabas <laughs> ko lang yung frustration ko. So thank you for listening to my frustration and my TED Talk. <laughs> so if you want to share what you do with your patients, please, you know, if you assess and screen for psychological factors, share it in the comments. Kung what, you do, what do you do with those information? Do you probe further? Do you stop there? Do you, do you even document that? And, you know, how do you approach a patient once you know that there's something that it, it, that's in their mind or 
in their surrounding that can affect their rehabilitation. Would you dismiss it and continue with your physical intervention without even para uh, wala akong pakialam wala akong pakialam sa problema mo kasi ako papa-exercise din lang kita bibigyan kita ng hotbox at tense bahala ka diyan <laughs> kasi ganun tayo di ba parang pag nakarinig tayo ng naglabas ng problema yung pasyente natin uh, we're not here to talk about your problems we're here to treat your back pain hmm diba? parang ganun pero i hope we're not that i hope we're providing them the assurance that they're in a safe space if they want to you know vent they can so yun thank you umabanda ang aking um, quick review of the APTA CSM 2023 pero thank you for watching and i hope you share with us uh, what you do with psychological um, factors you see in your practice and what how do you address them kasi i want to know as well what other people do No, even if they're even if you're not working with patients in a in a definitive psychiatric setting. Okay. Until next time. Um, this is again PT Meal Podcast Live. Live here in still in San Diego, California. Now um 12 midnight. All right. Until next week. Uh, I'll see you again. Thank you. Thank you for listening to PT Meal Podcast. If you like the show and want to support it, please follow the podcast's social media accounts in Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Share the episodes you're listening to or episodes you love to listen to so that the message can reach more people. Also, if you have anything to share with everyone about the profession or your practice, do contact me and we can work something out. If you have any suggestions, feedbacks, questions about the show or the guests uh, of the show, you can reach me through all the podcast social media accounts or through the website www.ptmealpodcast.com or through email at ptmealpodcast at gmail.com. All right. Looking forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Just a reminder, folks, the podcast is intended for educational and informational purposes only. The show strives to keep all information true and correct, but humans sometimes make mistakes. Factual errors may be present, so we encourage the listeners to do their own research on the featured topics as well. Now, let's go back to the show.